corn. What is going on, baseball fans? My name is Jack, or Baseball's Dirty Little Secret, joined here by Rumble Pony, Lorenzo, and Producer Wilson. As always, a lot of stuff has been happening in the baseball multiverse. It's been popping off like a bunch of little caramel corn packets, or caramel corn if you were a Satan, spawn of Satan. And um, how are we doing today? Wow, I'm taken aback. I just opened up my, my internet, and the first thing I saw, my, my the internet, is just Pete Alonso, full shirtless, very hairy, just mm -hmm. like this. And I don't know how to really comprehend it, but I'm enjoying it. It's it's a lot. No, I, I understand. I understand that for sure. I hear you. I'm here for you. Why did you open that picture up as soon as I was talking? Because I don't know, man. I didn't it, mean to. I just typed yeah. in MLB, like MLB.com, and first mm -hmm. thing that came up. And I was like, this is this is a thing. I'm overwhelmed. Did did you ever go through that stretch in, like, middle school where you'd be, like, bored or something and you just, like, go on MLB.com and, like, pretend you know things and be like, oh, what are the stores today? Like, oh, what are the new storylines? I am not kidding. I used to do this. Me and my brothers used to do this with NHL and then I did it with MLB. We would watch every highlight reel from the night before, every single game in the morning. We'd sit down and we'd watch them all. So I watched when I was, like, 11 or 12, I'd watch the nine-minute package for every game. I'm like, what yeah. happened last night? I'm like, oh, curse I shoved. Let's watch it. And it's just seven. It's like two minutes of the same pitch over and over again. And I'm just like, ah, here we go. This is nice. Yeah. <laughs> you got to stay informed. That is a good point I never thought about. When you do, and it proves why baseball, you really got to like watch the whole thing. It's hard to just watch the pitching highlights. Because if you watch condensed pitching, if you're not super in-depth in the sport or like if it's not a really good pitcher, it kind of just looks like guys playing catch. Oh, even if it's a really good catch pitcher, if you only get the last pitch of each at-bat, you're like, why did he swing at that curveball five feet in the third? It's like, oh, well, because prior in the at-bat, you know, we got a heater up and in. So he, was sit he wasn't sitting curveball. I do agree. MLB packages can be tough to watch, but at the same time, is 12 years old the peak of your sports fandom? I might go a little older. Or I guess it people peak at different times, but probably like... 13, 14 for me, I was I was in it. I think 12. No, you might to, be right. 12, I think 12, 12 might be it. I think 12 was my peak. I was checking MOB.com 12 times a day. I was playing fantasy mm -hmm. baseball. I used to use Bing to find my sports update. I was a Bing sports guy. I remember, yeah, I remember the Red Sox just sucking, and I was, like, looking at their Bing schedule, and I'm like, oh, we lost five in a row here, but that's a green W, so we like that. <laughs> I remember I my 12-year-old rate was $1 per bag of leaves raked, and I had to rake my yard and then bag them, $1 for each. And I Dang. really wanted a Patrick Peterson Cardinals jersey, and it was like I don't, $120, bucks, so I bagged 120 bags of leaves, bought my Patrick Peterson jersey, wore it like two times. Patrick Peterson, that's an interesting choice. I don't know if he I was, go... He was dope. He was... It, 2012 Patrick Peterson built different. <laughs> yeah, he fell off quick, but he he was nice on the Cardinals. Yeah, you know Arizona Cardinals, football. wrong sport, but I respect that. How you doing, football though, Jack? Talk. I know is this a football pod. I'm I'm doing good. Um, honestly, feeling really really good today. There's a lot of interesting topics that we're gonna get to. Talking about Tatis, Ooh. which is bound to break the internet every time. Talking about corn. They played baseball in a corn, and. Honestly, I think we're moving too forward in that we're moving too fast in this podcast relationship right now. So let's bring it back to the banter. I'm not ready to talk about balls yet. Um, if who do you think out of the two of us could wear high heels better? Ooh, say we're at like a, a gala and okay, we're okay. maybe rocking four inch pumps and Great we point. we have to strut down. We have to look cool. We have to eat dinner. We have to do a power walk through the mm -hmm. red carpet. Who, who's pulling it off better? Well, I need details first. Uh, what is my role at this gala? Am I expect? Am I like a guest of honor, yeah. or am I kind of like a late invite to the gala? You're in between. You're not like Brad Pitt in heels, which he yeah. does all the time. But great. you're also, you're not like a nobody. You're not like an assistant. You're in the middle, but you need to make a good impression to become that someone. But mm. worst case scenario, you probably stay the same. So the pressure's low, opportunity high. So if my outfit and my pumps, if I rock it good enough, I could trend a little bit. I have a chance of you trending. You should trend. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, 
I might have to I might have to go you. I feel like I'm just clumsy as hell. I feel like you got a little bit of a hot boy strutting you sometimes. You you walk a little hot sometimes and I'm just a mess. I think most of my my little bit of swagger I can sometimes fake to have comes from the top half. You are so a swag it, guy. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm top I'm a top. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um so I do have bottom energy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I you also have bionicle legs. Yeah, that's true. The so, podcast has never seen my legs, so they don't know what's going on down, down here. That's true. Episode 200, feet reveal. But So get your screenshots ready. But yeah, I think you're... I kind of imagine, like, you could separate your feet and, like, put different ones on. Remember Bionicles? Bionicles. Under, slept on. Great toy. Slept on. Slept on. McDonald's sure. Bionicle toys were built different. I don't care what they were. Saying. And they were easy to put together, but they still had that, like, charm. Also, Kids Bop CDs and the McDonald's Happy Meal. I I would put on the, give me a beat, boy, free my soul. It, just put Wanna it on my one radio. The CD roll. came with one song. I don't know what kind of whack-a-knacker that is, but. Hey, that's a great they, they song, it. though. That's a great song. It, it is. It's a banger. See, I, here's my final opinion. One night, you. If it's a one night you got to show off your best mm-hmm. look but in you'll high learn. heels. You'll I guess. Yeah. I would wear those high heels day in, day out. I'd put the work in. I'd get there. But for the one night, you just got you got it. I'll have mm-hmm. to give it to you. All right. That's fair. I think that was good analysis. Thank you. You see, I, I know I can get there. I'm just, you know, I don't have the natural talent to be it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's tough for the bottoms of the world sometimes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jack, we forgot to announce who this podcast is brought to you by. Who is this podcast brought to us by? It's brought to us by us, including producer Wilson. No way. We're sponsoring our own episode of the podcast, guys. So if you're listening on audio, leave a five-star review. It helps the show. We appreciate it. And that's all from the sponsor. So, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, us. You're welcome. Yeah, great. Us is a really good sponsor. They always come through clutch when we need them. Mm Mm-hmm. You gonna talk baseball? Cause I'm ready to talk some baseball. Wait. I am now. I'm ready. Okay. I like that. I saw the mental reset there. I saw your yep. eyes kind of flicker a little bit. I love looking into your eyes. And then I was like, okay, we're good to go. All right. The Field of Dreams game, Jack. We're going to Iowa. I guess we're not because we didn't get invited. Not a big deal. Fox Sports, invite us next time. Thanks for the package, though. We appreciate that. Yeah. Shout um, out Fox Sports. Hopefully, you guys watched it on Fox with. A-Rod, David Ortiz, Joe Buck, and company. On Fox. Fox Sports. On Fox. Fox Sports. Where they hold games. <laughs> but the Field of Dreams game happened, Jack. By the way, have you ever seen the Field of Dreams movie? Be completely honest with me right now. I have. Have you read the book? I haven't read the book, but I've seen the movie. Same. Okay, because I haven't been the book guy, but I understood all the references, and we're not a movie pod. We've said that. We're not. So... When I understood him, I'm like, oh, I know that one. I know that one. So I felt cool. I felt cool. Yeah, it was cool. I think they – are we getting to, Are we getting into this? Into this? Let's get into the corn, literally. Yeah. Two so, corn pods in a row, by the way. Back-to-back corn pod. Yeah, honestly, we didn't even think – like, I forgot this game was happening today when we were recording yeah. this on the Wednesday. We just threw out corn last episode out of nowhere. Like, there was no correlation. There was no correlation. Ooh, I like that. Not to be corny, but are we the number one corn pod in the world? No. Yeah, I think we're number five. I feel like we're, we're, we're like we're not there five yet. to seven. Yeah, we're not there. Yeah, we haven't cracked it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the Field of Dreams game, it was, I think, awesome. I think the, I guess maybe starting with the gimmicks. It worked. It looked like a movie set. It did look like they were playing baseball on a movie set. Everything oh, yeah. was just, like, too perfect, but it worked. And I think the best part and the thing that's most slept on, how do they get corn so symmetrical? I mean, the outfields was it – lo- it looked like someone built it in Minecraft. It was crazy. Cor- whoever keeps that cornfield deserves a raise because that was a great-kept yeah. cornfield. And that's not just, like, the special MLB stuff. I filmed, to film a TikTok today, I went to a cornfield, my local cornfield, shout out vegetables, or whatever they are, starch or yeah, grain, say, who, who really I'm not knows? i allow that. I was going to say, I'm not going to allow that to just slide, all right? Yeah, true. God. And I, I stole a piece of corn, so hopefully the police aren't watching. And they're all, they are all symmetrical. That's just how they work. So, shout out to the farmers of America. 
Farmers are crushing the corn game. Got to put respect on that. But I saw I think this is the biggest W the MLB has had in a long time. I was like, good job. You see, like, every other sport have these major events, and they always work. The MLB, I don't know, always seems like there's always an asterisk whenever they do something, like whether it's yeah. the All-Star game. But, oh, that got moved from Atlanta to Colorado, so, like, it wasn't the original. And then we had the pitcher saying this season – this was so well executed. It was so well marketed. Like, if you went on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, even if you weren't a baseball fan, the Field of Dreams was there for you and you were interested in it. Like, oh, they did a great yeah. job. And then the players, the intro of them walking out as a corn maze, that was chills. Actual chills. Yeah. I just so get deep with it to start, even get though I want to go back to stupid. But we're starting deep here. I think this worked so well because baseball is a historical sport. And when you go back to Field of Dreams isn't that old, but it's a movie about the past. So it really just all ties in together because baseball is the core. It's just so old. It's has that's it's one advantage over every sport has deep roots. So when they tried to do MLB players weekend where it's like, oh, you can have fun. It was good, but Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people didn't like it because it was new and a lot. It didn't really click with everyone. But when you go back to the past, it always works. Throwbacks in baseball, just old things baseball fans love. So when you give them the field of dreams and you reenact things from the past, you reenact the 19 or what 1800 uniforms or whatever they were, it just clicks. And it's like, oh, this is right. Like seeing Lance Lynn in the old White Sox jerseys, it looks right. If you saw Lance Lynn, maybe like with whatever his nickname is in like a bright yellow uniform, people would hate it. But baseball's go-to for marketing i think is backwards put it on a t-shirt send me a check see i agree with you i thought it worked for that reason too i did find the people complaining about it to be so little that i was like oh you don't matter and you're just gonna complain about everything but it also had a really good twist of new age media on it because you had the white Sox, who were such a young and fun team that it was like new baseball meets old baseball and I just absolutely loved that. I think that crushed it, and it made me want to see more. And then, like you said, right before we started the pod, Rob Manfred said, hey, we're coming back in 2022. I love that idea. Expand the game. Make it more. Baseball is a – you can move a baseball game. You could honestly play a baseball game anywhere. So, I don't know, play a baseball game in a sandlot. Play a baseball game anywhere. Like, make it fun. Let's make the pitch right now. What do we want to see? So 2022 is a guaranteed Field of Dreams game. I say 2023, we have Giants and Dodgers on that prison. What is it called? Alcatraz? Alcatraz. Game in Alcatraz in the prison lot. Giants, Dodgers. Prison ball. I'm into it. We got Pirates, Orioles in an actual dump in a landfill. Oh, I had a different one. I had Pirates Mariners on an actual ship. On water. On a battleship. They just play a baseball game on a battleship. And then you hit a ball into the water. Red Sox, White Sox, inside of the Hanes factory. (laughs) Everyone gets confused. (laughs) The options are endless. Like, I think the Field of Dreams thing is, and on a more serious note, obviously, like, do a Sandlot game. Like, do I think this works so much better. Like, we've seen so much like different kind of strategies with baseball and i i've loved it all but it seems like this clicked so well and there's so much more you could do with this i think they i think they found something and this was planned for a while this is just the first time it could happen i agree also they should do um i think it'd be cool if they went the mlb teams played at like whether it's a college stadium or even just like a different stadium where baseball games are usually not accessible so like Mm -hmm. iowa you probably have never seen a baseball game if you live in iowa in like a professional baseball game go to places like that go to new mexico go all over the country all over the world and start just expanding it because if you see a baseball game that's like a defining moment of your fandom if you're a kid and you've never watched major league baseball you go to the ballpark you're gonna pick the white Sox or yankees and you could very easily become a diehard fan for them and then maybe you'll want to start playing baseball like i love that idea so i just want to see more and more yeah let's see brewers rockies because brewers and then rockies coors field have them play in a similar field but instead of the corn it's barley Ooh, these are good ideas. These are good. Someone write these down. 
it is the first time it feels like in a while that MLB has been like hot in the streets for like the real right reason. Like you know, the games get a hot in the streets, but like this, it but like, pushed past baseball. It was like, oh, baseball yeah. fans aren't just talking about this. Everybody's looking at this saying, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and, and we're so inside of like kind of the baseball media world right now that we even week in when it we uh week in and week out like we tell you guys this week just kind of felt dead this is a week where out of nowhere baseball is just like this is so cool and you don't even have to watch i saw a lot of people saying like i don't watch baseball i don't like the white Sox or the yankees but this is so cool i just gotta watch it and i think the broadcast did a good job of like the game is important but also the movie clips and like including it, all the references and there's corn in the outfield. It, it was just so cool. Yeah. A couple, a couple more things on that. Uh, first off the game itself. I, I saw a lot of people like, Oh, it shouldn't count as a game. Guys, we play 162 of these. If that one game that you played in a cornfield defines your season, it didn't define your season. Um, yeah. And it's like also, as close as you can get to a normal, like what's really the difference. Relax. Have a good time. Number two, I love the day that it's been played on. It's August 12th when we're recording this. The playoffs are just starting to, like, come around the corner. We're at the back half of August now. So, it's like baseball went through a little bit of slump after the trade deadline. Or, like, before the trade deadline, then the trade deadline sparked it. And then you play two weeks, and then the Field of Dream game spark it again. And then two more weeks go by. Guess what? We're in September baseball. Playoffs are right around the corner. That's a three-month stretch of just hot baseball. And I love that. Yeah, it's... It's just, it's perfect. And the teams they picked were perfect. perfect. The Chicago White Sox and the Yankees, who the Yankees were sucking, they go on a hot streak. They're kind of back in, like, could they win the division? Can they, or can they make the playoffs again? Can they make that late push? Now they're in Iowa playing the White Sox, an AL powerhouse. Perfect timing. It Beautiful weather. Like, it all, like, MLB just nailed it. Was the first home run into the cornfield as satisfying as you expected? I was wa- I was streaming, so I wasn't like full audio, full immersed. But I think no. I don't think it was too. That was my one thing. I saw the Abreu home run into the cornfield, and it didn't. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah, but it didn't I, I under- ignite something in me. I understand science, but I kind of wanted when the ball to hit the cornfield popcorn to come up. <laughs> that would have been cool. Someone yeah. should have been in there of a cop popcorn maker going. Pff. I think it was because they were all like kind of line drives. Like we didn't get a moon bomb dinger. So yeah, it was like, I, oh. I wanted, I think, especially you can kind of see, it's weird to play on an outfield that's flat. Flat. There's normally like an incline with the stands. Yeah. So I wanted to see like a 500 foot home run that just went like five rows deep into the corn or five like sections. I think it could go rows. Well, one row would be pretty skinny. So I just, I mean, like, that is true. a section would be, like, 20 rows. Corn oh. rows. I guess so. Last thing, what is the likelihood that you would have gotten lost in that maze? The outfield or the actual maze they had? Both. Let's do outfield and maze, because I'm pretty sure I'm getting lost in both. Yeah, that was my answer. I think the maze guaranteed we're getting lost. We're, we're going to get out, but, like, not well. Like, there'll be five-year-olds that get up before then us. We might need like, a helicopter, to be honest. Yeah, we, we might need to we, be like, yeah. oh, God, these guys are trapped. <laughs> yeah, we will probably eat something for survival purposes that we don't desire to eat. Oh, I would turn on you so quickly. An hour into being lost, like, now I'm already starting to think, oh, I got to get rid of this guy. He's bringing me down. Like, <laughs> Especially if we're in high heels trying to go through the maze. Oh, my God. We're we're, it's over. We're not making it out. But the outfield, I saw, like, everybody doing, like, their Twitter videos of, like, oh, here's the field of dreams. I'm like, how'd you guys get out of the maze? I would have gotten lost so yeah. fast. And I, did I do that, dude? I was... I thought I was there. You, did. I don't you know got me, there. by the way. I, I watched it. And I was like, is he in Iowa? I was like, <laughs> I was like how'd he get there? <laughs> if you know what I we're talking pissed. about, follow us on TikTok. I was like, oh, him and Wilson finally really took that flight without me. I thought they were just kidding. And then you guys just left. Yeah. In, I do not mean to offend anyone, but what is in Iowa? Can I be honest? I am today years old when I remembered Iowa was alive. That that yeah, part, that existed. I was talking about this. Oh, yeah, I was alive. It's a breathing being. If there was an unlabeled map, which is just gives me anxiety from school. When you see the unlabeled oh map, you're like, oh, God. here we go. Here's an F. The, 
guaranteed Could fail. Could you point out Iowa? I couldn't point out Iowa on a named map. I'd be like, where, where am I? I'd be like, where am I looking? Uh, oh, Iowa. Yeah, what does Iowa have? What do you think is the the staple of Iowa? Corn, right? Oh, it's got to be something besides corn. Is it potatoes? No, that's Idaho. Idaho is a state too, dude. Nobody's getting that right on the get named the fifty states. Nobody's like, ah, yeah. Idaho, Iowa. Yeah, if you live in the Midwest, we probably sound very oh, wow. dumb, but. What is Iowa known for? The Grotto of Redemption and the birthplace of sliced bread. New nicknames. The I'm gr- the Grotto of I- Redemption. You're the birthplace of sliced bread. That's our new nicknames. All right. Rumble Pony and Baseball's Dirty Little Secrets moved on. You're the Grotto <laughs> of Redemption. Yours is way cool. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't even know what that means, but that is lit. What is a The Grotto, grotto of Redemption? Yeah, grotto is a good scrap word. You break that out in words of friends against your mom, and she she's like, "Oh, this kid cheated." Yeah. So, and you're the the birthplace of sliced bread. The sliced bread. <laughs> That's me. Because That's literally, because me. you're the greatest invention that has entered the world. Oh snap! Jack loves me. I already knew it. I always knew you would give in. <laughs> I had a my grotto was redeemed. Your dude. I I could look up what grotto means, but eh, we'll I feel see. like it's best if we don't. Yeah. Probably. So what's your overall grade? Let's do a ranking. What's your final ranking for Field of Dreams game? Um, well, first, can I rank our ideas? Because Pirates-Mariners yeah, game on water is on a like, battleship? that's an A. Yeah, yeah that's, that's an, an A. I think that might be um, S, honestly. That's probably an S, yeah. I'll probably give it... I mean, I don't really have complaints. It was good teams. It was a good game. The hype was there. Beautiful weather. It's probably an A. I go A, too. Also, it just made me have one life goal that I kind of wanted to pitch to you, if you don't mind. Okay. I would love to write something in the sky with you, and I kind of wanted to do it over the Field of Dreams. That would have been cool if we could have, like, hired somebody to write something in the sky. Because you can do that. I looked into it. So you can just, like, Mm -hmm. hire a plane to go skywrite something. And then I was starting to think, what would we skywrite? Yeah, I I always wondered how complex can it be because – I can barely write, like, my name with a pencil, and these people, like, you can't do cursive, right? Like, what if I said, Ooh. spell out the Grotto of Redemption, then they just crash? But only in comics and script. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you give them a font. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need this font, this font size. Yeah. Poor Pi, I was like... Yeah, yeah, no, I'd like I'd like to go skywriting, or view the skywriting. That'd be fun. Yeah. The Grotto of Redemption sounds pretty cool to me. Like, follow the Grotto of Redemption, just like that. And everyone's like, wait, what? That's pretty ominous. I feel like someone will think there's, like, a rebellion <laughs> going on. We could also do, like, follow We Got Ice, and then nobody's looking, and we poke them. Hey, guys, you see that? Whoever did that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, very subtle. If Iowa ever, like, seceded from the United States, it should be Ooh. called the Grotto Redemption. I don't know if it could secede, because it's, like, in the middle. So it would have to sometimes, like, it would have to move out. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's just a lot. There's a lot there. So I think you could. Honestly, I'm not even gonna. I'm just not even gonna touch that. I know what you're saying, but you can't secede from some place if you're in the no, middle of it. You no, no chance. You can't be like I'm gonna secede from the United States and I'm literally the middle part of it. Then no, you know, no chance. You you do make a good point because it doesn't really matter where the location is, but when people say like, "Oh, Texas is going to secede," I kind of imagine it separating and like becoming an island. Dude, thank <laughs> you. If you said California is going to secede, I'm like, "Oh, it's going to float like it's ten feet separate, away yeah. just to create some ocean." <laughs> it's physically seceding. It's not like the government's still the same, but they're just moving. The maps have to be changed. You can't have California True. connected if it's not a part. I used to always think that they kind of just like were pushed together on the map and that they weren't actually that close. And then, like, when I was 11, I was like, oh, wait, they are. Yeah. One year before you were looking at nine-minute pitching videos. So that's on, that's where we went down. On Bing Sports. Apparently. On Bing Sports, guys. Don't be homeschooled. Sure. Take lessons here. <laughs> Don't be homeschooled by Bing Sports. It's a bad way to go about your life. What else do we got to talk about today, Jack? Oh, this next topic is going to get steamy. I'm already starting to – I'm sweating. My glands are open. We're up in Massachusetts. Obviously, we're on the East Coast because we know nothing that we just proved. We know nothing about the Midwest. So we apologize, our wonderful Midwest listeners. You're the best. 
and our West Coast listeners, and our otherworldly listeners, if you're from England, stop listening, sorry. Um, I say this completely unironically, if you're from Iowa, send us a message, because I have questions. Yeah, we, we have questions about Iowa. So, I'm interested. If you're a yeah. fan from Iowa, let's have a conversation, but Yeah. So, the Field of Dreams game took up probably the last three days of our brains, and today, when we're recording this, the 12th, at 10.21 p.m., Roman calendar time. So Fernando Tatis is in the news again. Um, there, oh, I don't know how I want to go about this because it didn't get enough coverage at first. So I don't know if we're like, I, it feels weird. But Fernando Tatis is rumored to become an outfielder instead of a shortstop. That's kind of the hot takey way to approach it, which we will. So thoughts on Tatis as an outfielder? First off. The photos that was going around of him robbing the home run over the wall. Have some triceps, Tatis? God dang, could you be any cooler? I saw people like, uh, I could easily make that play if it was for a photo shoot. I'm like, Gramps, there's no chance your knees are getting up like that. Like, everyone who can say they can rob a home run over an MLB field wall, I want you to go stand next to an MLB field wall and try to jump. Yeah, it's like... What if you have to rob a home run on a Wednesday? That's when you have dialysis. So, like, you're just out of luck. <laughs> exactly. But this concept of him going to the outfield itself, I understand, but I kind of hate. Because it fuels what all Tatis haters are saying. Like, yeah. he can't he can't play shortstop. He won't last there. And there was all of these rumors, like, oh, Tatis threw a corner outfielder ever since he, like, started. And, like, Tat- there's, like, a viral clip going around up on TikTok of, like, Tatis being, like, they all think I'm going to be a corner outfielder. They all think I can't last at shortstop. And then it cuts to him in the outfield. And I'm like, oh, that's good. They got him. But yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think the stuff with – I am a Tatis fan, obviously. Me too. I think the stuff with him making errors at shortstop really has nothing to do with it. Like maybe a little bit you can make an argument, but I really don't think so. I think this is purely a like you signed him for a decade and a half. You don't want him to get injured a lot. And shortstops, it's it's hard to be a superstar shortstop for a while. It's a lot easier to be an outfielder. That's kind of what we praised him on a lot compared to the Sotos and Atunias. They kind of have uh, their future kind of more set out. They're just going to be powerful corner outfielders, even though they have good defense. But now Tati's moving to the outfield. It's like it maybe it, I mean, he's no longer a star sh- shortstop if he does make this move. We don't even know. But it's also a good, I mean, he can play left field or right field or center field, I'm sure, like for a while. And I think a thing people look over a lot, like his talent is on the bases and at the plate more than fielding. So you can find another dude to play shortstop. He's a good fielder, but he is in the top five of home runs. Like he's a power guy. Can I go off right now? Can I do a little bit of a rant? If you, when did hating Fernando Tatis Jr. become trendy? Why is it trendy? And I need everybody who ever ever commented Tatis overrated, where I don't like Tatis. I need you to show your work. We're in math class. I need you to show your work. Why is he overrated? The big reason, obviously, he's getting moved is because his shoulder and he's not going to have surgery. So being in an outfield, you're just naturally going to get less reps and there's less chance of you diving and hurting your shoulder. So it makes sense. He already switched to the two-handed swing. So that's why they're doing it. So they can have him for the playoffs because he's so... Dang, electric. You know, Fernando Tatis Jr., Jack, has a five-war while also leading the league in errors. You know how hard it is to have a five-war when you're that bad defensively? Tatis could, as you guys are saying, is the worst defensive shortstop in the game, and he's still the one of the most valuable players in the game. Imagine if he just gets a little bit better at shortstop. He'd routinely be a seven-war player. He has a one-dot. OPS on the season. 31 home runs from the shortstop position. What how what part of that is overrated? What part of that can you hate? So he doesn't field a ground ball once. I promise you, nobody on the Padres is like, oh, Tatis missed that one. Cause he just slammed five dingers 500 yeah. feet into the air and also stole 20 bags. I don't get it. Yeah, and ever since Tatis first came up, I think a lot of the talk was like, oh, is he gonna move to third? Because he's a big dude third or like corner outfield and I think that was before defensive concerns maybe there's been a little bit of that but it's because he is a big power guy he's fast he's good defensively he's great on the bases but 
he's just has raw power so he does fit in that third base slot that whatever else and it does take a while for my brain to like see it but Tatis the left fielder I kind of he gives me like Alex Gordon vibes Mm. where it's not like it he could play other places I kind of see it in my head or maybe like a Whit Merrifield like Tite Hernandez type thing but I could see it as a left fielder right fielder I don't know if that's good for him for me what upset? Yeah, I don't think he's going to be in the outfield long term. If he goes into the outfield this season, then like it's just so, so we can make it to the end of the season because the Padres need him. He's that valuable. Yeah. He Tatis is gonna win the NL MVP if he comes back. He's gonna win it. So for everyone overrated, he's the damn MVP of the league. He, and like you said, I think he's six three, two hundred seventeenth pounds playing the shortstop position. He's not a small guy. He's a big boy. And again, with everyone who's hating, like oh, defensively he sucks at this. He was 22 years old. He was born in 1999, Jack. That's That's kind of crazy. I just found out he was born the exact same day as my brother. What is your brother? Is he switching to the outfield? No, not yet. He, he did not get the talent genes that this guy got. Because, dude, he's 22 years old. He's going to get better defensively. It's natural for you to struggle defensively as a young guy. And if you don't struggle defensively, it's because you can't hit. That's usually why. Yeah. So it's like, oh, he's up here for his defensive talent because he hits 142. So everyone's like, oh, Tatis is a bad fielder. How about, you know, may, maybe we let him age just a little bit and learn the position better at the major league level before we all just condemn him? Gosh, people. makes me so angry, yeah, I, the Tatis haters. I, I understand. Tatis haters just seems like don't hate anyone in general, you know. But especially, like, actively – on like on TikTok, like come on, what are we doing? But but also, I'm sure Tatis doesn't really care, <laughs> so I don't want to like, oh, no defend chance. him. But I will say, if I see somebody comment Tatis overrated, I'm either muting you or already just like blocking you. If you're just like yeah. Tatis overrated, blah blah blah, I'm like okay, well now you're just you're annoying me. So yeah. you're, or but, don't post about Tatis. I will post about Tatis whenever I dang please because yeah. his triceps get me up in the morning. Sorry, yeah. I'm so heated right now. <laughs> I think not not regarding the trolls, but the people who, like, try to bring valid arguments, which I respect. I feel like we're in a court case. <laughs> Sport court. Get Tatis, out of here with your valid arguments. <laughs> yeah. He, he's overhyped by people. I, un- I can understand that. But also, like, he, he should be hyped. Like, he's really good. But I understand that when one guy takes all the attention, you don't want to bring him up even more. You kind of want to bring him down, which is really interesting about Mike Trout. No one tries to bring him down. He, it took him a while to get there, but I think that's because he's not flashy. When someone's really good and they know they're good, people don't like that. Here's my biggest issue with some baseball fans. you Everybody wants to be like, we're no longer an anti-Rob Manfred pod. We stated that. We do not slander Manfred on the pod anymore unless it's completely deserved. So... Everyone wants to be like, fire Rob Manfred. Baseball is not a sport. It stinks. They don't know how to market their players. It's dying. Baseball is dying. Then, in the same breath, Tatis is overhyped. Tatis is overrated. You post too much about Tatis. You, what do you want? Do you want baseball to be old and not know how to tr- like get their players trending and get their players followers and recognition yeah. and build a brand? Or do you just want to hate when they have a superstar who could propel their sport into the next direction? God, it frustrates me. Is the underrated, overrated discussion the most, like, tiring discussion in sports, like, debate talk? There's no no question makes me angrier than when someone's like, what's the most overrated player in baseball? Why do you want to know that? Yeah. We are the most underrated podcast in baseball, though. I agree. Oh, gosh. But Tati's on the field, I think, as an outfielder. I don't know if he can actually play the position because I do feel like outfielders in first base sometimes, we don't give enough appreciation to the people who are really good at it because everyone's like, ah, oh, just throw him in the outfield. Throw him at first. It's kind of hard to play defensive outfield. Yeah, I'm sure he'd play it well. But... Probably. But if he's never played it, like, how do you get a beat on a ball like that in a big yeah, spot? Yeah, like... He would make diving catches. He'd, like, make good throws. He'd be fun out there. But it'd probably be the subtle things that, like, maybe Byron Buxton just gets the ball and Tatis is, like, a couple steps behind because he doesn't just – he just hasn't been playing it his whole life. 
So, like, the defensive aspect itself is a little confusing, but they need his bat. If the Padres don't get Tatis in their lineup, they might miss the playoffs. Like, that's not a stretch. The Reds are, like, yeah. on their on their tail. So, getting him back is so huge. So, if you need to get him in whatever to keep him healthy, because that's your only chance of winning a World Series if you're the Padres, you need Tatis healthy. He's, dude, if we're looking at his actual war, the difference between the Padres being tied for first place in the division and missing the playoffs is just simply having Tatis in the lineup. Plus, I mean, you, he's a shortstop for you for the next 13 years if he's not for the rest of the season. So you're going to take those three months, fine, throw him, put him at catcher. But you're going to have, if you're going to have him at shortstop or wherever he fits for the next 13 years, I think that's what the Padres are trying to work out more than, like, the, the Padres front office isn't like, people are saying he's overhyped. People are saying he's overrated at defense. Mm. We gotta we gotta keep them we gotta keep riding them. No, you're right in that sense. It also just another point of hey, could we have a maybe if we put a DH in the NL, then Tatis could just come back as a DH, and this conversation True. wouldn't have to happen. But either way, Tatis can rock a photo shoot. No matter what he's doing, he can rock it. Yeah. I would like to see the NL DH be implemented. Obviously, that we've said that before. We want that. But they don't do the normal approach. Like, you say you want more strategy with it, NL fans, which I understand. Don't get the Nelson Cruz. Don't get the J.D. Martinez. Have your DH be, like, a Tim LaCastro or, like, a Fernando Tatis, just Ooh. only on the bases. DH leadoff, bunts, just kind of have, like, that, like a designated base runner. Approach. I kind of like that. You can still play small ball. I'm into it. I'm into yeah. it. I have to talk about—actually, I'll do this quickly before I transition— so Tatis coming back in the outfield, would it simply, just like hypothetically, say he stays out there, is that better to have Soto Acuna and Tatis always like star outfielders? Does that make the conversation easier when discussing them? Um, Yes and no. I think he'll never be able to get away from that he is a shortstop. So I think that won't be good. And it probably is a little bit better to spread it out. Like you kind of have the Vladdy Tatis group. And that maybe even Devers sprinkled in there and some other guys I'm probably forgetting. And then you have like the Soto Atunia thing going on. I agree. And plus when I'm building my all-star team, I want to be like, all right, I'm punching Tatis at shortstop. I got yeah. two outfielders. Vladdy's picking it at first. So I agree with you. I just wanted to show that hypothetically. We have to have a next conversation, which could either be really sad or happy, depending on how you feel about it. Chris Davis. Former Baltimore Oriole now, Crush Davis himself. Is that a nickname, or did he have a different nickname? Is that the other Crush. Chris Davis? I think that's him. Crush Davis is him. I think it might be the other one. I don't know. I'll Google it. But no, because Crush, would be, Crush would be with a C, right? Not a K? I don't know. See, if you spell your name with a C and K and they're interchangeable, don't really know how that works. It's like, oh, so these. why do we need two of those letters if they're the exact same letter? That's true. I mean, that is my name, Jack. Just ends with a CK. Kind of the same yeah, thing. Well, I guess, but eh, either way. Chris Davis, former Baltimore Oriole, he announced his retirement from Major League Baseball now. Now, everybody, why does this matter? Because Chris Davis has arguably signed, signed arguably one of the worst contracts in the history of Major League Baseball. And everybody loves to troll on Chris Davis. He had the 0 for 54 streak, which I think might have been the longest. I think Was it the longest in baseball history? I think so. Or close. If Foolish Baseball makes a video on how long it's taking you to get a hit, you're in a bad Not spot. Good. Yeah, bad spot. I remember when he, I think he got his first hit off the Red Sox at Fenway. He and did, and then he, he got hot for, the for a little bit. It was so funny. He, This is, I think, the saddest meme to see go since Bartolo retired. Ooh, so you're saying it's a sad... Okay, I want to hear you. You go first. What's your thoughts on Chris Davis? Give me, like, your opinion the meme everything yeah for, for the meme reason like it because he hasn't played really in like three years like he hasn't been a factor on the orioles in so long so it's all been memes just like no we, everyone makes chris davis jokes but just knowing he was in the league made us happy now he's not in the league so the chris davis jokes don't really work as well so i think it is more of a dying meme because it's not as relevant kind of with the Bar bartolo stuff it's still the meme the bartolo meme is alive but a lot of people are now like, oh, wait, he played on the Mets like five years ago. Like, it's it's been a while. So I agree. It is. It, I think it is sad. But I just always remember when 
I don't know who said it. I think we wrote a joke for a video, but how it looks like he's swinging a wet pool noodle. And it's just, that's all I can think of when I think of Chris Davis. His, I remember we talking about it. His bat and his hands physically look smaller. Like, it looks like he uses a, an especially skinny bat. It's, I don't understand. He uses a wiffle ball bat. And it's yeah. kind of crazy. And I agree. I, the memes about Chris Davis will be missed. And I do think that he could should have been memed a little bit. I'm okay with the meme part. He signed a seven-year, $161 million contract and then became basically the worst hitter in all of baseball. It was the worst contract, again, arguably in MLB history. And I agree. The memes are fun. And I still think we'll probably meme him because it's just fun for that. But I do – my serious take on it is – I guess I'm in a serious mood today, Jack. I don't know why. I'm, I feel like I'm very, like, sports radio guy today. Yeah. It, it's We're taking an interesting path. I feel like we're we're bouncing from serious, and sometimes I'm, I'm dragging us to – chaos but then i also come in with like a deep thought and then it's like what is happening today yeah why are we so deep today but anyways on the chris davis thing i'm everyone was like oh chris davis like hating on chris davis for signing the contract dude you know how fast i would have signed that contract that's don't hate on the player for scaring the bag everyone's like chris davis the most overplayed contract in baseball what how could he do this what a bum it's like dude if somebody offers you 161 million dollars i don't care what you do I'm signing that. I don't care how many people hate me. I'm taking that bag. Such a good, best contract ever, I think, for a player. Oh, for, for a sure. Team, the Orioles, that contract may have single-handedly forced them into a rebuild just from that one contract, <laughs> and they're still in it. So that's not great for the team. But Chris Davis, he made out so well. My main point, people forget Chris Davis had, even with the craziness that happened at the end of his career, I think you still have to say he had a good career because he had 330 home runs and he really hasn't hit a home run in like 25 years. Do you remember the Baltimore Orioles of Mark Trumbo, Chris Davis, Adam Jones? Uh, who was their yeah. shortstop at the time? Manny Machado. Uh, who was that shortstop? Uh, no, John Hardy. What was his first name? J.J. Hardy. Uh, J.J. Hardy. Maybe. That team was, yeah, I think it was. That team was loaded, dude. They were a lot of fun. Yeah, they Cruz at one point too. Like I think, right? Yeah, they had Nelson Cruz. They, did they yeah. sign into that one year contract after he got popped for steroids and he just like went off? I think so. Yeah, they were. They hit a bunch of bombs at Tamden Yards. It was fun. So, Chris, I mean, three hundred thirty home runs. Like that's a lot. He was popping fifty bombs in, early in his career. I have a vivid memory of mowing my lawn at my first house when I was like 14 or 15 years old, listening to the Red Sox call, the radio call, and Chris mm -hmm. Davis just hitting a home run because I was remember I was behind my shed, and I was like, ah, dang it. And as I said it, I slipped and fell, and I was like, ow, my <laughs> knee. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, Chris Davis has affected every baseball fan's lives, for good or for worse. He has, and I honestly, I Chris Davis, good for you, man. Way to earn that bag. Get memed. Everyone's like, well, the Baltimore Warriors had to pay him all this money. I I think if I were to rank top three things I care about least in the world, number one would be sports teams paying players a lot of money. Yeah. I don't care. I really don't. pay. I don't care what the Baltimore Orioles are paying Chris Davis. Why, why do I care? He's, they got yeah, plenty like, of dough. They can pay him. <laughs> they could have gone out and signed another guy, but instead they're like, oh, we'll save for the future because we have to pay Chris Davis $23 million in 2022. And we just saw it with the Cubs and Jake Arrieta. If you're a bad, if you're bad, and you're not to a contract, MLB teams won't hesitate to cut you, DFA you, yeah. or release you. And there's nothing wrong with that either. I think that's completely fine too. It's a business, man. So earn your bag, and because if you're not earning that bag, they wouldn't keep you around. It's not like they'd pity you. So don't keep the bag. It's very, very true. If we were on a desert island, stranded. Ooh, quick, I had a question turn. for you too. So I'm into the desert island. Yeah, here we go. What, pitch yourself, what skills could you bring to the table? Say maybe I could only bring one person. If I was going to bring Ooh. my loyal podcast host, how would you help us survive in, I'm thinking it's forest, there's some water, everything we need is there, but how can you help us survive, say, a week until safety comes? Rescue, help. Oh, well, you could probably use me as like bait if like a large pack of wolves were hunting us down because mm -hmm. i'm not the best runner so you could probably leave me behind so i'm kind of like a get out save your life card at least once okay. you could sacrifice me um okay so your I first pitch is so a I human might... sacrifice human sacrifice i'm That's great strong. for that i could maybe 
maybe start a fire with glasses, but I've never understood how that worked. I'm like, do I have to, like, angle this with the sun and, like, point it at the yeah. wood? So maybe I could do that. But I'm also very picky about what we eat, so I might bother you a little bit. That's true. You're going to be like, can I, can I talk to the waiter about dietary restrictions? And we're like, yeah, I just like, killed a boar. I was going to be like, I can't have the skin of most fruits. I'm allergic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm dicing up your, like, oranges. Yeah, dang it! <laughs> like, Jack, can I get the apple and triangles, please? I'm allergic to squares. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I get the crust cut off my pear? I can't eat it. What would your skills be? Well, I think you'd have, I think you have really good digging hands. Ooh, I do got some meaty claws. These things Yeah, you got dig. scoopers. So digging a trap or, like, I don't know, a bet. I don't know what you really need to dig. But if I needed someone to dig, you'd be the guy. Buried treasure? I'm there. True. Know. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe this is the start of our, like, adventure movie. Ooh, although digging sand should be, like, what the worst criminals in the world are punished to. I just want you to dig a hole. Yeah. It, it just falls right back in. I'm digging for days. <laughs> That's what the criminals should do in Alcatraz while the Giants and Dodgers are playing a regular season game there. Just digging the bases of sand. Just, hey, you have to dig the space. True. Yeah, See, setting up setting up the field. What would I... I think I could hunt and fish pretty... I Like, I could provide food. I could climb a tree and ooh. get, like, nutrients. You could charm a snake. Oh. Yeah. If we're in trouble, like if our lives are on the line from some wild snake, you're going to start charming it. And I'm going to be like, wow, didn't know we had that in there. <laughs> Where'd that yeah, come from? I mean, give me a flute and a box or whatever they do. I, I got the, we, we'll have a friend. We have a snake friend. We might die of starvation, but at least we're going out with Romeo. I think it would be his name. Oh, I was going to go. Oh, I guess we'll go Romeo. I accept that. Or Todd. I have a hypothetical. Ooh, Todd, Scott, Scott the snake ss for short that's, that's really it's so bad it's good it's good you know it's good we're gonna get a snake and rename with scott my hypothetical question would you rather jack be chris davis or in seven million seven years 161 million dollars be the meme of baseball for the next two decades but you got your bag or would you rather be someone like brett phillips have your world series defining moment become like oh no i need a better one than brett phillips let's think of uh a player who made a giant play in a World Series and then kind of just disappeared. Um, Mike Pierce. Steve Pierce. Steve Pierce. Would you rather be Chris Davis, who got the giant bag and just became the meme of baseball, or Steve Pierce, who's like a local baseball legend forever because he helped the Red Sox win the World Series? What would you yeah. rather be? So basically, World Series MVP with, with a ring or the bag? A ton of money. Yeah. I think I'd rather be Chris Davis, but not only for the money part, but also, like, all the attention without actually having to perform Ooh. on the field. Because most players, it's like, if you're not performing, everything goes away. Chris Davis kind of mastered the art of sucking while also having people care about him and making millions of dollars, which is the American dream. If Chris Davis comes back and does, like, any sort of MLB show, the viewers are going oh. up now. Because you're like, you got to watch him. Yeah, there's no way. If I could pick a player, I've never heard him talk, but that's that's my supporting evidence. If there was a player that 100% won't start a podcast in the next five years, it's Chris Davis. I have a perfect, I actually had the opposite thing. John Boy Media's next podcast, Fick and Hitless, hosted by Chris Davis. What, sorry, what'd you say? John Boy Media's next podcast, Fick and Hitless, hosted by Chris Davis. Okay. That's must watch. That's Thick must listen to. And he just he just memes himself the entire time and talks about how how why he was so bad at hitting towards the end of his career. Something comes out, he's like, Oh yeah, I just ate barbecue every night, so I just couldn't see. <laughs> yeah, honestly I think we pass on that. I I don't think anyone wants what? that. You don't want to listen to Chris Davis talk about his hitting like his struggles hitting? That'd be so entertaining. I feel like he'd be sad. Unless he's like super fun with it, but I don't Th see him as that guy. He could be. Maybe I'm speaking out of a pocket. I thought that was a great podcast idea. Kind of a hot boy, by the way. Chris Davis, sneaky hot. He is. He He's tall and skinny. He's really the last tall and skinny power hitter that That's happened. True. Like, There's not a lot of them left, so shout out, shout out Chrissy Pool Noodles. 
Chrissy Pool Noodles. See, I might. I think I'd rather go Chris Davis too, just the marketing opportunities alone. You got it. Steve yeah. Pierce also. The next year, Steve Pierce just came into training camp, just a little overweight. Like I made it now, and just I like, kind of gave up. Yeah, so, like what happened to him? The next spring training, everyone's like, oh. Steve Pierce is looking a little dense this year. He just had a great off season. <laughs> He's a little dense. He's kind of looking like an F one fifty. He's looking like the F one fifty he won in the World Series. Everyone's yeah. like, "Oh God!" <laughs> he thought that was what you have to try to look like. It's not just what you win. It's like that's the next goal. So he just fell in love with it that much, and he replicated it. But I think you got to go Chris Davis there too. I think you got to the essential what else do we got to get to before we get out of here i think let's let's hit it at the end i don't even know what that means let's hit it big at the end Ooh. with the question that people always ask us and we're kind of at this point in the season where baseball's hot right now oh and obviously we react we're a completely reactionary pod obviously so right now what is the world series matchup you want to see follow your heart no like what you think is most likely going to happen, what the projections were, what you even thought at the beginning of the season. It's a cold February night. No, it isn't. It's a October that's evening. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds not ideal. It's an October evening. We're live streaming. We're getting ready to make some videos about the game. You turn on the World Series Game 1. Who are the teams? Ooh, so I've got, I started out with the Dodgers winning it all, and then I went to the Astros. I think if I had to settle now, I think I want to see. See, this is tough. Uh, so for me, my like my personal viewing, the best baseball I think we could get is Brewers-Astros. I think that'll be the best mm. pure baseball because I, I love the way those two teams play, and I think they would match up really well against each other. Because the Brewers have a dominant pitching staff. The Astros have a great lineup. The Astros pitching staff has been good, but that's their weak spot, weaker spot, and the same with the Brewers in their lineup. So I think it's just great compare and contrast right there. But I think I think probably Dodgers Astros is what I want. Interesting. You don't you don't think that would bring up too many old things that we want to move past? Or you think it would be like I think it'd be the storybook ending. I think it'd be we finally closed the chapter. I think it'd be the end of it. It's like we got chapter one was the 2017 World Series. Then chapter two was basically last year of Joe Kelly and Carlos Correa. And then we finally, the the trilogy ends. They rematch in the World Series. Dodgers fans can't say anything if the Astros beat him again. Astros fans look like you have to eat bugs if the Dodgers beat them. I think it's perfect. That would be nice. If it happens, like, you got to get hyped about it, but, like, I'm probably, I'm rooting against that to happen until it happens, and then it, I'm all in, like, the rivalry renewed. Oh, for sure. I get I yeah. get that. If it happens, like, you have to get excited about it, but, like, maybe Padres-Astros, which I had, could be, like, more pure exciting, but I think, like, yeah. national storyline, everybody would be invested in Astros-Dodgers. At this moment in time, I'm going to go Giants. White Sox, which if you know me, I love that. That's not. I've been kind of doubting both those teams for the last couple of years, but it's finally clicked. I think they have enough hype. They have enough fun. If they meet in the World Series, I'm kind of all in. See, I wanted to go Giants really bad. I think I was leaning Astros Giants, but I have the Too Astros. Although the White Sox, yeah, I agree. And although the White Sox, I don't think we talk about it enough. They are the mo- probably the most talented team in the league besides the Dodgers. They're absolutely yeah. loaded. They hit bombs, and in one year they went out and got the two best relievers in the game, basically. Uh, and the two best starters least. in Rodon and Lance Lynn. Yeah, so it's like you, Eloy pops a few buttons, pops a few dingers, and then you bring in Kimbrel and then Sean, what's his name? Uh, Michael Kopech? And Liam Hendricks. No. Liam Hendricks. Who's Sean? I don't know who Sean is. Yeah, I Liam like Hendricks. <laughs> Liam Hendricks and Craig Kimbrell. You're going to win playoff games. So I, I think that will be slept on until, like, the ALCS. And it's like, oh, no one can hit the White Sox. Oh, yeah. The White Sox, 
if the White Sox win the whole World the win win it all and end up winning the World Series, we're all gonna look back and be like, how did we not know that? How did we not see that coming? They have the Cy Young winner. They have the MVP from last season. They have two of the most dominant arms. They have the entire recipe. They have a manager, although we hate him, who's been there before, who's experienced in a big spot. They've been to the playoffs before and lost, so they know what it's like to lose. Like They have yeah. the entire recipe of a World Series winning team. Where is Edwin Internacion? That's a great question. I think he's retired now. Or hurt. I'm on it. What is it. he doing? What happened? He see, I I would... mean, Before the 60-game season, he signed to the white Sox and it was hype and then it's like what happened uh looks like he's uh signed this year is he hurt he signed for 12 million dollars where he's on the white Sox. uh still looking to play yeah he's still working out but what happened to evan Ar- and canasian wow so looks like hurt? he's still yeah no it looks like he's a free agent the Reds, White Sox declined his offer but it looks like he's a free agent so he's like rehabbing from a wrist fact- fracture i'm not really sure they don't really get much details. All right. So, t- but no team has picked him up, so maybe he's done. He's probably not coming back. He's old. He's, he's old. He's someone that I, I feel like Jose Batista and Edwin Encarnacion and Chris Davis are kind of grouped in the same spot for me. Like, I feel like people mm-hmm. right now, people are forgetting. Like, people remembered for a while, and now they're just starting to forget. And, like, I feel like they deserve more credit. They, they were our kind of, like, these are just fun mashers when we were growing up oh yeah when we're like 40 years old we're gonna be like you guys never you know how people always pull random guys from generation who knows that we're gonna be like you guys never got to see edwin arcanacion on the blue jays like he was a weapon Mm -hmm. and or stuff like you guys never got to see mark trumbull hit a ball to the gap you didn't know what it was like in our generation like that's that those are the guys those are the group of power hitters that we're gonna take with us but so your ideal matchup is white Sox giants okay my question on the giants is there enough power there star power to like you'll be invested in it but we'll get everybody yeah. else hyped which will get you hyped with it i think the white Sox would carry it but the giants mm. have that underdog thing going so that would propel them but also to get to the world series they gotta have something special so i'm banking that that something special would carry the excitement but if i'm not if if i'm being real it's the jersey matchup that I'm really kind of need in my life. It would look so. really good. It would look really good. Yeah, I think I'm kind of stuck on Dodgers. And he, although I find I'm not entertained by the Dodgers at like at all, because I find them like to be too good. I just struggle. Like I want the Brewers, but I struggle to find another team in the NL that I think everybody else would be in on. Yeah, it, I'm so out on like Dodgers, Padres, Yankees, or. Astros Yankees like, Dodgers Ugh. yeah I, that was kind of the thing last year it's still pro- like those things could happen but just like what I want to see fun wise like get the Rays Brewers in there or something just let's get silly let's get small ball small market teams I, in there I think White Sox Giants would pull because Giants are a sneaky big market like oh, they yeah. are really there's a lot of Giants fans out there they just if they were able to get to the World Series, you convinced me. I think if a White Sox-Giants World Series, that would, the hype would be there. Uh, yeah, I, those two fan bases are huge. They've just haven't been this good in a while. Who say White Sox-Astros meet up in an ALCS today, seven games. Who do you think wins? Probably got to go White Sox in six, just because of the pitching. I think Astros win in seven. I think the Astros are such a... Dude, that they have the most mental toughness physically possible you can have. Like you, that's true. They get down in a series, they don't flinch at all. They're what they've been through as a team. It feels like they're gonna win it all. I just have that feeling. Yeah, they need a hype streak soon. We haven't talked about they them do. A lot. They need something. You see, the thing about the Astros is they're just so quietly good this year. It's because like yeah. you can't pimp a home run that hard if you're Alex Bregman or Jose Altuve and you can't be the hype guy because nobody likes you so you kind of have to like ride under the radar and then when yeah. you like start watching them in playoff baseball you're like oh my god this team is freaking ridiculous they're that good and then Dusty Tony La Russa, a couple old men they have a boxing match in game Ooh. four to settle Pay-per-view? beef I'm into that yeah that'd be great I like that what who would win in a sprint Tony La Russa or Dusty Baker I mean we've seen Tony run so it's got to be Tony. Got to be Tony. Dude, he runs on his, like, he's got great posture when he runs. He's like, <laughs> he looks like a Kermit the Frog puppet 
when there's no hand in the puppet. Oh my god, that is so true. I always, <laughs> I kind of envy Tony Larusa, like how he run, how he moves at that age. And I've always just wondered how old men get that belly that's so clearly hard. Like, how does that yeah. happen? That's true. It's it's visibly dense, and it's like how it's like if solid. you slapped it, it's like slapping a bone. And I've never touched one, but it, you, in my heart, I know it to be true. Yeah, like if I touched Tony Lewis's stomach, I'd expect it like you know give a little, but it's just like this isn't moving no, at it's, all. It's firm. We we all we know it's firm. It kind of looks like the Grinch's belly a little bit. It's just like it's there, and you're like, ah, what's that? Yeah, I mean, he probably has at least like five green hairs. Oh, that's so true. Tony Larusa's a hairy man. We all know yeah. that. It's true, but we love him for it. We do love him for it. Tony Larusa in the World Series. Book it now. You got any closing thoughts for the people, Jack? Or can we get out of here? I think we can get out of here. Shout out producer Wilson. You've actually been doing a pretty good job lately. Um. Yeah, Not, I know. Didn't we you hate say... you. Oh, <laughs> oh, you just clowned him, dude. <laughs> Suck, it. Suck it, Wilson. He's... You idiot. You thought he was gonna um, get a pass. <laughs> no, no passes here. Thank you guys for all the support, um, especially on TikTok lately. The MLB season is ramping up, so stay tuned for the playoffs. It's gonna get crazy. Uh, I'm sure you guys are here from the TikTok or the Instagram or something, but if you're not, go follow that. And thanks for stopping in and tuning in to our show every week. You guys are the best. Big announcements coming soon. We haven't really plugged anything in a little bit, but there is things coming. Things are happening. So, buckler seatbelts, folks. Ooh. Next time you guys listen to a podcast, we'll have a big announcement to make on Tuesday. Big what? announcement. Get excited. So, we've been working on some stuff, guys. We got something big coming for you on Tuesday. So, stay dialed in for that. I'm basically the son funeral. of Emma. Yeah. Oh. He got him again. The MLB is basically my hype team now, so I'm feeling good today. It's feeling good. But, guys, like he said, go follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We got Ice Baseball. Twitter, we got Ice BB. Big announcement coming Tuesday. In the meantime, subscribe. Leave a five-star review if you haven't. And we'll see you then. Take it easy and stay chilly. Peace.